guess who's Bazak? And if you don't know, let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have fought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite! A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Motherfucking niggas worked the her week is stupider. Running mad circles round your crew like Jupiter. Oops, I mean saddened. Rapper saddened. Cause I'm adding, I'm adding. Suckers wish they had it. Now bagging the bitches grabbing. My pockets padding like Madden. Then I just went like Aladdin. Aladdin. So what you gonna do when I come through your town with mad niggas who love being locked down? Facing convictions, throwing conniptions. I got more bitches than them royal Egyptians. Egyptians. Step to this mic, you're a goner. Cause where I love is right on like. Cynthia Horner, I better warn you They'll get your ass kicked, I'm blasted acid I drop it like a clumsy black bastard I'm getting figures from my rap niggas Got my shit kickers, yo this is for my niggas Introducing the black bastard from bedrock Guaranteed to make your head rock Toe blocks, drop cops that mistake me for Rodney Strictly headshots, I knock the twist out your dreadlocks Who got the props, Biggie? Who got the clock, Biggie? But who is he? You can't get my description You need a prescription, two doses of the ferocious Feel the weight when I'm crushing them I'm rushing them, stuffing them I put the pressure on them, hun Lord of mercy, Jesus Christ He's just nice, he just sliced Like a Ginsu, look what I've been through The Brooklyn Street, the obese thug nigga from the east The black nine, hard to find, motherfucker it is Encyclopedia Hip Hop, the podcast. I'm eclectic. Um, before I tell you what we're doing, because you already know what we're doing, because you clicked on it, it's in the title. I'd like to introduce my co-host. You know my co-host because you're listening to the third round of this thing, and he's been here every step of the way, and countless other shows. 12 Kyle in the building. What's good? What's good, folks? You know, I was going to do a whole... You know, you're just jumping in. Listen, this is why you don't invite. <laughs> hey, man, I don't have any manners, man. I, 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 it's almost... I mean, like, I'm here so much in the studio, man. I, yeah, you ain't got to introduce me. I mean, you just say who is in the building. They, The folks know who's here. I am part of the reason why they're listening, because they came to hear what the fuck I got to say. So this is what it is. Um, <laughs> my friend here knows that he's losing, and he's trying to get out ahead of this. He's, he wants you to hear his voice, thinking that maybe you have some kind of Pavlov effect, maybe some kind of muscle memory where you just vote for this guy. I want you to remember that this is the guy that said that Jay-Z's reasonable doubt is better than Raekwon's purple tape. This is this guy. And guess what? I'm going to tell you another secret. Off air. I'm not even going to tell you what he said off air. I'm going to let him tell you off air. Observe this. Uh, Mr. Kyle. Hey, man. Mr. Kyle. Kyle. Yes. What's the better better album? Reasonable doubt by Jay-Z. Or ready to die by the notorious B.I.G. Reasonable doubt. 
case closed. So what we're doing today, <laughs> what we're doing today is we're, we're wrapping up the 1995 versus 1996 uh, debate of what is the better year for hip hop. Which year had the better hip-hop albums, better hip-hop singles, better hip-hop all around? And in this round, we're just simply going to stay at our case. We're going to stay at our case. We're going to debate back and forth. And then we're going to let you guys tell us who won, mm -hmm. who had the better year. Now, before we get to this, is there anything you would like to tell the people? Man, you know, first and foremost, I mean, always, you know, to the people, thanks for listening. Mm. Uh, I think one thing that you have to keep in mind is that uh, even throughout this debate, and we're not, you know, we don't, we're, not, we're not even getting into it, but I mean, obviously we lost two people between 1995 and 1996. Well, actually one person, but, you know, subsequently we lose Biggie in 1997, but losing Tupac. So what we went through in 1995 and 1996 was this quote-unquote made-up east coast west coast beef um and you know the music was transitioning and subsequently i think even after the 96 year into 97 more so in 98 99 uh honestly as far as lyricism and you know how the music sound and how the music actually felt uh, hip hop changed. I'm not going to necessarily say it changed for the worst, but it was changing. And we as hip hop heads saw the change coming. Um, you can make a case that, you know, we were forewarned that the change was coming. Um, so even in us debating and uh, talking about, you know, the songs and the albums from this particular era, I'll be, even though these, these songs and albums were great, hip hop was going through a change. And, uh, you know, it, didn't necessarily affect the music in these two particular years that we're talking about, but subsequently in the years after that, it did, you know, negatively affect the, the music. That was a, a very elegant and eloquent way of saying that hip hop went to shit around 99, <laughs> 98, 99. That was, I couldn't have said it better myself. I wouldn't even try to. But that is, <laughs> for, for, for the slower people in the back of the class, he's basically saying that rap went to shit at the end of the decade. Mm. Yeah, so, um, and so the reason why we, are debating 95 and 96 is because we actually can there will never be a 98 versus 99 debate nope nope because there's there's not really much to debate to be honest yeah. so <laughs> that is why we're doing this is because we're doing our best to relive those good years to some of the final years of just pure unadulterated dope hip-hop we are not saying that it's not dope hip-hop that came out yesterday not saying that but what we're saying is when people um like to discuss this when typically younger people they say hey it's still people are still making that stuff you just gotta find it you just gotta look for it you just you just can't the point is 95 96 even 97 you had to look for shit. It was right there. Mm-hmm. That's true. It was it was it was everywhere. You you could trip and fall. You could shake a stick at it. It's, it was if you didn't have to look for it. You didn't have to underground 
was the jams that you love that don't be getting no airplay. Mm. It wasn't, I got to go find the good stuff. It was just, there's a whole bunch of good stuff right here. Guess what? It's even more down there that don't have the backing of a Def Jam, a Bad Boy, a Rockefeller, Rough Riders. It's, it's people down there that's just as dope. Like, oh shit, even more. That's why the mixtape era was so big. That's why people just had singles on singles. And you're like, well, when did they have an album? They didn't. It was just it was just a song. You didn't have to go seek and find dope hip-hop lyrics and beats and production. It was just there. And so mm-hmm. that's why when you're listening to the stuff now, you're like, all the stuff that's prominent. Because once you get a certain age, you don't need, you don't feel like you should look for shit, you know. So we're like too old to be searching on the internet for somebody, and then find out we still don't like it. Right. Used <laughs> to be, used to be like, look, listen to this. Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm mess with this. When you turn on the radio, you would just hear dope songs. Every mm-hmm. now and then you hear something, you're like, I don't care. But it was just what it is. So that's why we're doing this. So so. And you know what? To, 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 to piggyback on your point, man, I think one of the things that gets frustrating, I don't know about you, but for me, is that when you look at that time and you look at, like you said, how it went to shit, like how people were just cool with it. Like, you know, like it wasn't a problem. Like you're listening to whack music and you're perfectly cool with listening to whack music. Like you you are readily, readily playing purchasing downloading subscribing to whack music and you know that's the part that i really in this time frame man still haven't been able to wrap my head around you know like to 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 have and and i have more conversations with people younger people who have you know who listen to music you know today's music i know you don't listen to a lot of today's or if any of today's music but to have a conversation with someone who is a quote-unquote hip-hop head and they say well you know what the lyrics really don't matter or the beat is you know or you tell me about a song and the first thing that you mentioned is the beat i don't give a shit about a beat anybody can make a beat there's nothing great about a beat you know so that's the part that really is mind-boggling to me you know i mean but if that's how you like it that's cool you know i i can't i just can't rock out like that because i came up in an era where we just appreciated lyrics and 95 96 97 you know that was after that the lyricism really kind of ran out in hip-hop for the most part yeah we're gonna we're gonna need to do a show basically titled what happened <laughs> and then we just go back and forth and just discuss this in a in a in a, a straight uh, round table but rectangular uh, manner. Um, but let's get to what we came here to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, ninety five versus ninety six. Um, if you can, you start this off. Why or how? Listen. Do you truly believe that hip-hop music, the songs, the albums, were better in 96 over 95? Or are you just taking that position because that is the year that was assigned to you? Um, No, because I think when we initially broached the subject of talking about the two years, when you said that you would take 95... 
that was perfect for me because I knew how I felt about 96. Mm. Uh, I think that 96 is the second greatest year in hip hop. Mm. So if that was an easy for me, if you had said, Hey, let's debate these two and you take 95 then you know, even in the stuff that, and you came up with great song, great lists for songs, great list for albums. I still would have had a hard time making a case for 96 because I do, I mean, excuse me for 95 because I do believe in my heart of hearts, you know, even absent of this podcast. And I've said it on previous podcasts, my podcast, uh, I honestly believe that 1996 is the second best year in hip hop with 1988 being the greatest. Now I've had some people tell me that 1996 is the greatest year of hip hop. I won't go that far. Um, and I think if you say that, then you probably didn't hear hip hop in 1988, because I don't think that there's any way that you could have said that. But I think, yeah, it it's slightly better. I will, I will, and I've told you off air, and I'll tell, I'll say this on air. I think that you've made a strong and extremely strong case for 1995, uh, particularly with the songs. I think 96 might have the albums. Um, well, excuse me. I, I th- I'm pretty sure 96 has the albums. I think 95, you might win as far as the songs are concerned. I still personally would give 96 the slight edge, but if somebody, I, I'm not going to fight anybody that says 95 produced better songs because you threw a couple of songs that I had to, without looking at a list, I had forgotten came out in that year. I know of the songs, but I did not remember that they came out in 95. But um, but yeah, man, I, I think 96 is slightly better. And when I say slightly better, I mean, you know, it's the flip of a coin that close. OK. Um, now, with that being said, um, since I do have the position 95, um, but being a gracious uh, host, do you have any um, do you have any bullet points or any any reasons that you would like to state your case of why you feel 96 is superior? Do you have any 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 uh, thing you would like to present as evidence to back up your statement or just any statements that you want to make? I think uh, I think you just have to look at the totality of 1996 mm-hmm. and the balance of the music in which we got. Uh, when you look at some of these albums, uh, ranging from anything from Reasonable Doubt to, you know, Ill Nana on down, I think the sound and the efforts that the MCs put forth, I think, again, the word that I keep coming back to is balance. Um, the best of the best were great albums even the albums that weren't as good as the best were still really, really good albums. I think it's not a, a situation where the, where it's a uh, top heavy, if you will. Um, you know, I could look at, let, let's, I, I'll pull an album, Machiavelli. Machiavelli, in my opinion, isn't a top 10 album, but if you, Ask hip hop fans across a cross section of hip hop fans. I think a lot of people would put this album in the top ten. Again, it doesn't make mine, and I think it's. Listen, hear me out. It doesn't make mine, but I think the thing is, is that coupled with the fact that Tupac died, you know, they know that this is his last quote unquote living material uh, because the album dropped. I think like two weeks after he passed. Um, you know, so there's a sense of nostalgia that comes with that, and I think. 
when you look at the cross section of these albums that came out in 1996, the thing that I think holds them over 95 is that they're a little bit more balanced. Um, the ones in 95, I think, are a little bit more top heavy. <laughs> like they like you got some like you got a solid 10, but like your 11 through 30 might not be as strong as 11 through 30 for 1995. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, 96. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, the statement case for 95. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's my position that 1995, as far as hip-hop music, was the period in 96. And I think that 1995 had the best albums of uh, between the two years and and the reason why I say this is because granted in 1996 you had your reasonable doubt and all eyes on me and it was written and I would I would go and say that 96 was more top heavy than 95 because once you get past those you get a lot of albums that most people didn't listen to or never heard. Um, most people are not going to go as far as to listen to uh, as bad as I want to be by MC Light. Um, or, but um, you know the the Ghetto Boys Resurrection or uh, the, the, even Hell on Earth. Even though Hell on Earth is dope, that's not coming off of people's tongues. When they talk about the, the when you, even when you say '96, when you go to '96, people are gonna say the two Tupac albums, the Jay Z album, the Nas album, and then they're done. Now, d- depending on how much they listen, they might also say the Redman album. They might also say the Roots album. Oh, they're definitely gonna say the Outkast album. Definitely that. But that's it. Now, when you compare it to '95. First thing people should say is the purple tape. But mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to, they right. have different avenues that they could go because you got some people that's going to say purple tape, infamous, liquid swords, that's what it is. Somebody else might be like, um, that lab cab in California, far side <laughs> joint, and, and soul food from Goody Mob. Then somebody, and, and, and in a major way by E40, I love Sprinkle Me. I'm weird, I know. But somebody else is gonna say me against the world and 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 East 1999 Eternal and and that safer sound by Quick and the, the people love the Friday soundtrack the Alcoholics you got you got a good smattering of East Coast West Coast and South in that year. What I say about 1996 is and as you hit it at the top of the program about the change that it was coming. And it's just it's just a byproduct of 96 being closer to 2095. Mm-hmm. You're getting closer to those albums that's just, you, you're like, uh, it's getting closer to that change. You're getting more watered down albums. You get, you're not getting innovation, as much innovation or as much variety. You're not getting, people not getting a chance to shine. You couldn't do a, the, the Dust Effects album that came out in 95, hold it down. You, you you had the same year where Dos Effects is making Hold It Down and WC in the Mad Circle is making uh, f- 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 Club Servant and the Loonies is making Operation Stackola but 
uh, fucking um, uh, AZ's making Do or Die or or or, or Smith and Wesson's making a shine out. This is all in the same gear where as soon as you get to 96, things is getting closer together. There's almost no difference between some of the the feel. Not the actual albums, but the feel of All Eyes on Me versus Reason About Doubt versus It Was Written. The feel is about the same, even though lyrically, of course, you know, and stuff like that. But it's all okay. And a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with Purple Tape. Purple Tape was like, yo, we're going to do this. I'm like, oh, that's the trend. So this is this is this is what's happening. All of a sudden, Tupac is also Machiavelli. All of a sudden, (laughs) Jay-Z is also Jigga and uh, fucking uh, whoever the fuck. Uh, Iceberg Slam. All of a sudden, Biggie is uh, Frank White. It's Escobar season. I mean, so so some some of it has to do with that. But um, but if you look at there's uh, Riding Dirty, the UGK. I, you know, I I like two UGK songs. Um, but the feel of the songs are getting closer together and not as fast as in 95 where you can have a bone thugs and you can have an old dirty but then you can have ll right and you can have fat joe but then you can have fucking uh nine <laughs> nine <laughs> came out of 1995 so 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 and so the other thing that i got about 1995 is it also had, even though in 96 we got closer to the homogenized hip hop where you play a song, you play an album, you're like, yeah, you play another one, it's the same feel, it's not like, oh shit, this is kind of totally different. Even, you know, Buster Rhymes is like, who's as different as they came back then, he's, he's making It's a Party with Jeanne. You're like, okay, so mm-hmm. this, I could play this on the, I could play this right after If I Rule the World. Right. Without skipping a beat. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, you had the, the fucking, um, remix by Biggie, the, the, the one more chance. But, I mean, then I'm gonna play Shimmy Shimmy Ya. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I'm saying there, and, and they're both popular songs that would get play on the radio, but when you play them, the feel is not the same. It's like a, I like this song too, but I got to dance different when this one come on. Instead of you can do the same dance for the majority of the '96 joints. Right, right, right. No, no, you you can make a case for it, and and I trust me, I understand everything you say. I think it, it'll it'll come down to you know a, a, a preference, if you will. But um, '95 was solid, man. I, I I got I have no qualms whatsoever about you know, what 95 sounded like. And I think 95, you know, set up 96. And I think 90, I think 97, you know, we started to see 97 was still solid, not as dope as 95 and 96. And, you know, by 98, 99, mm. you know, the game, the game changed, man. Yeah. I mean, you had your twos and fuels in 97 and tried, yeah, man. Yeah. But, 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 but you make a great point about having to go look for something. I never really thought about it the way, you know, the way that you just said it, like, yeah, you didn't have to go look for it because when you think about it, and, and for those of you listening, listen to all of the albums that we listed, listen to all of the songs that we listed. They're right there. You don't have to go to, you know, you didn't have, I mean, of course, we didn't have the internet in 99, but I mean, or, or 95, but 
you didn't have to go search for it. It's right there. Yeah, it was in, right the, in the album, in the record store. You go that well. That's that's what's out. It wasn't. I got some stuff in the back. <laughs> was, no, that's 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 what came out. You didn't. And people are like, oh man, they still doing. That's the equivalent of you watching uh, Golden State versus the Cavaliers, and you're like, all they doing is hoisting up threes, man. They come down, they they shoot threes, like. Nah, they playing real basketball. You just gotta watch the Bucks versus the Suns, man. <laughs> like, I just, just want to watch basketball, man. I turn hey, the on the Bucks King. and the Kings. Yeah, like you, if you want to see power forwards, man, you gotta go turn. You gotta turn on the Jazz, man. Like, why? Why well, I gotta look for power forward play, man? So, right. And so people, but people say that they're like, man, I hate when people say hip hop is dead. They still doing it. You just gotta, you just gotta look. I, I shouldn't have yeah, to. Yeah, I shouldn't have to look. I never, I never, and, and, and look, even if I should have to, even if I never had to. So you got to understand, growing up, if you in the, if you was, if you was seventies baby, and you like, what's this? Uh, so you listening to funk and you listening to soul? Okay. Oh, what's this? To begin the hip hop. All right. Well, okay. All that stuff is just out there. When you listen mm-hmm. to the 80s, it's R&B. That's, you go somewhere, okay, well, there's SOS Band, and there's Cool in the Gang, and, oh, there's Run DMC. And then there's, it was just there. It wasn't, yo, I heard that, um, I heard that the dude that left New Edition got a solo album. <laughs> anybody yeah, what, seen it? What's his name? Yeah, yeah. You, have you heard of him? Anybody Anybody heard it? I mean, what's it, what's it, have you seen it? Have you, mm, nothing, no? I mean, so it's just it's just weird that people will say that, and um, and it was and, and your point about the beats, and I blame women on this. I'm sorry because oh, yeah, it's okay. You can send the tweets to me, <laughs> um, and it's not all women. I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying what happened was once we got out of the b boy and b girl era, because there wasn't such thing. And it got super lyrical. Because it got super lyrical after the B-Boy and B-Girl mm-hmm, era. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys and some of the girls was into it. Like, oh man, he said this and he said that. But a lot of the other girls went towards R&B. They went the R&B route because it was a lot of male singers and they was looking good and singing to them. And it was like, yeah, Schoolie D ain't the cutest nigga, <laughs> you know? And so they they own their R&B thing. That's why LL Cool J still had a pill. It was like, I mean, I ain't really listening to rap. I listen to him. Right. And they also wanted to smash, even if they was too young to. They just wanted to see him with his shirt off. So we got towards that era where the women, you have never to this day met a woman that was a Cool G rap fan. <laughs> very, like a, very few. Like and, I love G rap. <laughs> and the ones that I do know that are G rap fans are all from New York. Right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So so what I'm saying is it, and it, it gravitated towards R&B. And this is what I'm getting towards. So what happened was the guys, you know, hip hop heads is listening that still down with it. If the song 
did not have a catchy beat or chorus, the women weren't really fucking with it. Mm-hmm. Because they're so used to nice R&B hooks and, and, and singing and all that stuff. So unless it was going to get them to the dance floor, they weren't messing with it. The most lyrical and boom bappiest hip-hop is not necessarily made for you to boot scoop. It's really made for you to head nod. Right, right. You know, you know, uh, doing it with the R is not gonna make you get up on the floor and no, cut no, not at all. <laughs> you ain't about to get busy to the moment I feared. No, not, <laughs> it, not even close. When it comes on, you, you will never dance with a woman doing that when that song's on. Right. So, so, so what happened was it was like, damn, if we if we trying to tear the club up, we need these catchy beats and we need the beats. We need to get the women because everybody knows what where, where women go, we go follow. That is why hmm. they don't pay to get into the clubs and we pay for it forty to fifty dollars. They mm-hmm. in free because they know we coming. <laughs> it don't matter. So, as time progressed, if the women loved the song and it made them pop their ass, all of a sudden we also like that song too. There was no reason to like Baby Got Back. <laughs> <laughs> but if you gonna pop it, pop that, it was no reason to like a single Luke song. Right. But as a hip hop head, there was no reason for Doodle Brown to be popular if it wasn't for women. And now we like, yo, that's a classic. Back that ass up is not a lyrical giant. Nope. If put, we, it, put it in your mouth. If women, <laughs> if women did not react to back that ass up, we would not know who Juvenile was. Cash Money Records. Taking over in the 99 and the 2000. So once that shift happened, it's like, okay, well, now we're listening for beats. When in the 80s, besides Marley Mall, what producer did you know? Because because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Primo was, a, pre, oh, that's the DJ. Pete Rock, right. oh, that's the DJ. It, right. <laughs> what producers didn't mean no, shit yeah, to you, nobody. you didn't know producers. You just no, knew Marley Mall. You didn't know who the damn producer was. You didn't care who produced that track. Who gives a fuck? We cared about who was scratching, but we didn't care who made the beat. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared. But then once beats became important, because that's what got the women onto the dance floor, or that's what got radio play, it's like, oh, that was produced by such and such. It's almost a, 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 it's akin to you're watching sports, no matter what sport it is. They tell you how much somebody just signed a contract for. Mm-hmm. As a sports fan, I don't give a fuck how much they're making. I just want them to see them score mm-hmm. or play defense. I don't care. That, that's not gonna that that doesn't affect my enjoyment as a as a, a sports fan. Like, oh man, he just got a touchdown. You know he's making thirty thousand dollars. Who is a fuck? Oh, or if yeah. someone was like, "Yo, uh, the game, the game's on Monday night. Um, who playing? Oh, the uh, Dolphins, the Dolphins and the Giants. Well, how much they make it? How much the quarterback <laughs> make? Nobody, that, no, that is never said by anybody. But if you say, "Hey, such and such album came out. Who owned it? Who made that beat? 
Why do you care? Why Enjoy care? the music. Who gives a shit? Uh, so it's, this is this is the era of wanting to know too much and wanting to know shit that's irrelevant. I say all that to say that is the shift and that is the change that my friend. I think that's how I interpret it. That he was uh, that Kyle was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. All that is being said. Ninety five is still better than ninety six. Yeah, I think ninety six is better. But the, but you 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 spoke so eloquently about how things have changed and you know and. You know, we, we can't get that time back, but the great thing about this music is that, you know, you can always press play and, and it's not hard to find if you don't have it readily available, which you should. I mean, you've been listening to these podcasts, so you got to have this music. If for some reason we mentioned something that you don't have or you have not heard, man, get to it and get it and, and cop it and save it and, and keep listening to it because it's 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 music that is definitely, you know, lasted and stood the test of time. Um, one last point that I'm, I want to make um, back on topic is 1995 had the best of the mm, how do you say content from the album from the artists that were like so if Tupac like I said Tupac made an album 95 made in 96 the one 95 supposedly better Mm-hmm. Um, you had the best you know, Tupac album. Uh, Mob Deep made an album ninety five and ninety six. The one in ninety five was better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in nineteen ninety five you had the quintessential, the best Nas features. The Nas verses in ninety five superior. Um, the other thing. Um, about 95, which makes 95 hip hop slightly. I'm not saying it's a blowout. You can't say it's a blowout. I don't. I don't think it's a blowout. I think if you go, if you go to the card, it's probably overall a 10-8 round, a 10-8 mm-hmm. fight. Um, the 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 one of the things is 1995 had the best. It wasn't the start. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the end. But the best mixtapes the clue 95 joints the doo-wop 95 joints those are legendary they had the little nba live 95 covers those are the legendary ones not the 96 ones the 95 clue tapes the first bad boy mixtape was in 95 um the the best r&b and hip-hop remixes were in 95 so this is why I'm saying overall the hip hop in '95 superior, albeit 10 ain't round to 1996. Thank you, everybody. I will I will counter that Go and ahead. say that uh, you know 1996. Uh, is better. I think. I think this goes ten nine, and it's a close nine. You know, it might be nine and a half or shit. I don't know. Um, but when I look at like, if if I go back to the albums, um, some of these albums, the thing that kind of stands out to me about these albums is that they came from artists that weren't even stars yet. You know, Jay Z was an unknown with reasonable doubt. The Roots, you know, they were on their 
third studio. This was the Philadelphia Half-Life was their third studio album, but they, you know, this album put them on the map, really. Um, yeah. Um, Outkast, you know, they had had success. So I guess you could say Outkast was stars. De La Soul, man, you know, they were known. They were really, really known. And I think one of the things about this album is that it's so diverse with everything in it from top to bottom. The skits, I mean, groundbreaking. I, I think it's, and that just goes on to say about, and again, Red Man, Muddy Waters, you know, on and on down the list. I think the thing that stands out to me about 96 is that it helped either launch that some of these albums and some of these songs either helped launch these artist's career or it solidified their position in the game and i think that makes them stand out in 1996 just slightly better than 95 now what you're saying is even if what you're saying is 100% legit and authentic the thing is everything that happened in 1995 shaped to, to some degree, yeah. Uh, on uh. top of that, on top of that, as a purist, purely hip hop look, ninety five had that. Ninety six had a little bit of it, had a lot of bit of it, but you could feel the music not as didn't have that stank on it. The way that it did in '95, when with even with Muddy Waters, Muddy Waters is crazy, but it don't have that. There's a dark side stump to it. It don't <laughs> have that stank on it. And I'm like saying, look, the no, way now, now, just for clarification, are you saying stank on it or stank on it? Both, both. Stank on it is incredible. Um, but. Um, so, so oh, like um, when you go from a hip hop standpoint like, like I said when you got to 96 you started getting that you started getting that mesh and meld of hip hop and popular music it started getting closer together when you have your Far Rule of the World and those songs that was on All Eyes On Me um, and even what they do you know when you have the when 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 the R&B features were more commonplace than a oh shit look who's on there or when you couldn't tell whether it was an R&B song or a hip hop song oh you mean like uh all um um you all that I need to get by yeah it was damn close cuz that was a remix so you know but <sighs> it's a difference between those songs and temperatures rising where somebody's saying like, but yeah, this is right, this is a but it's not enough. Right, right. When right. when rainy days comes out, you're like, yeah, but that's that's on the record. So when um, cold world, even um, um, you could tell that yeah, but this is the hip hip hop joint. This is, but when you get to when you get close to 96, 97, it's just like just whatever the popular radio station is in that town, that song's gonna go on there, but. The songs in 95, they weren't going on that song. They weren't going on that radio station. You weren't going to turn on and hear uh, Temperatures Rising on your local, air quote, urban station. You weren't <laughs> even going to hear Sprinkle Me. I, you know, you, you weren't going to hear. 
I mean, you would, you, would, you would definitely hear lounging and hey, lover. But this is LL. LL has his own category at that point. <laughs> it's just like, man, this is LL, man. We're going to play him on what the fuck, the Easy Rock Station. He's just because he's he, he's not intimidating anybody because we're not going to even listen to I shot, I shot you. <laughs> but um, Sugar Hill, you wasn't going to hear that. Clearly a radio made for the radio. But they didn't play that on the radio. But once you got to 96, they're like, yeah, put that Nas and Lauren Hill on there. We love Lauren Hill. Put that Roots and Raphael Sadiq on there. We love Raphael Sadiq. Oh, mm-hmm. so who's that? Buster Rhymes and Jeanne? Put that on there. Oh, who's that? Jay-Z and Mary J. Blige? Yeah, put that. that's, that's what I'm saying. There's no knock on it. I'm just saying that when you going into the hip-hop... I want to hear beats, rhymes, and life for real and not the album. 95 is closer to that. That's all I'm saying. Of course you had your other stuff in there. Like you, when we did the singles, you didn't mention Everything Remains Raw, which I think is one of the greatest songs that came out that year. Um, the, but the, the song with our Red Man and K-Solo, of course, they're not going to play that on the radio. So you still no. had that. You right, still right, had right. that on there. But you didn't have it as much, and that was getting closer to the. Well, you gotta, you gotta look for it. You gotta find it. Now it's, it was closer to it. it. wasn't that, but it's still like, yeah, you know, ninety six had 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 the the thumps. You just nah, you just you nah. Listen to Elidelph Half Life and listen for a Concerto. Uh, I know what they do is, I, yeah, I know that's on. I know clones is on, yeah. But keep listening. Instead of, and and ninety five, they're like, well, uh, what's the first single off of Cuban Links? Oh shit! What's the first single off the Infamous? Oh shit! What's the first single off Liquid Source? Oh shit! <laughs> it wasn't no, hey, we we trying to we trying to make you play us, you know, that's just that's just how I look at it. I feel you. I feel you, man. I mean, again. We've made the case. Now it's time for people to decide. And um, you know, just, just choose your words. Uh, choose, your, choose, your, choose your votes. Oh man, we got. I, 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 I saw somebody agree with you, and it took me aback about reason without being better than the purple tape. But this guy looks like <laughs> a, guy looks like a weirdo. So. <laughs> Weirdos count too. Yeah, I assume only weirdos uh, appreciate this. Look, um, Kyle, you you um, you're you're a very uh, uh, incredible guy. I mean, you do a, you do a lot for the for the community. Hey man, um, I try. Why don't you tell everybody how they can contact you when you're not on this podcast? Man, when I'm not on this podcast, you guys feel free to download, listen, and subscribe to my podcast. It is called the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, make sure that you hit me up on Twitter at 12 Kyle, the number one, two K Y L E. And um, yeah, man, you can find a podcast anywhere SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast FM. Um, it's anywhere. It's dope. And, you know, so you want to get down with dope stuff. I talk about a lot of stuff. I talk hip hop. I talk albums. Um, Even talks talk with ab- his uh, son. Yeah, yeah. Had, had had a dope podcast. Did you like that one? Yeah, man. Hey, man. I'm trying to raise him right, man. Um, a young hip hop head. Uh, yeah, so, I yeah, just, man. I, I just texted him. He said 1995 was a better year. <laughs> Yo, if he ever says that, I'm throwing him out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> he just come stay with me. 
But yeah, man, that's how you can find me, man. So hit me up, man, and, and, and let's politic ditto. Yeah, so 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 that's it. That's the that's the third and final round of this ninety-five versus ninety-six. Um, it can't be a tie. There's no nope. ties. Nope, no ties. So you get on one side or the other. Um, I'm telling you, if you pick ninety-six, I'm not making any more podcasts. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, this we guy's bullying. That's, that's right, cyber bullying. That's how we did hit in ninety-five, ninety-six. Everybody <laughs> with a whole hands. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that there's no such thing as cyberbullying. That is true. There's no such thing as fucking <laughs> boy. You better be glad oh. I'm, not a, I'm not a parent. Anyway, um, in the meantime, and between time, you work your things, not work mine. Um, we out. Hip hop. Five G's. Yeah. Yeah, Master Flex, you know how I do, giving you the best joints of 1995. Recognize it, make it bounce, big dog style. As we as proceed, proceed to oh. give you what you need. As we proceed, proceed to give you what you need. As we proceed,
My sight makes like all the freaks. Stack man chips, spread love with my peeps. People on the creek, and watch my back. Leave the cognac in those sacks, make me slap. Make I switch it all back. Enemies G's up, uh, don't force move, get Swiss cheese up. Click to check, respect, I demand it. Slip and break Z, 11th commandment. Come out, shot, not mess with your C popper. Feel a thousand deaths when I drop ya. Uh, I feel for I you, feel like Shaka Khan, I'm the Don. Sex when I want it, Rolex on the arm. You die slow, but calm. Remember this face, uh, so there won't be no mistake. So you know where to send Jake. Lane one, brave one, turn front page one. Hey, fuck daddy, fifth dealer. I smoke the he sips on the bailies, on the rocks. City 90s ever, Sosa, AZ, represent with the Funk Master, no question, it's on Flex, set it. No dick with the wig, it's the Funk Flex in your town with the get down. Giving you the best in 1995, right here on Hot 97. Me and my team, Caribbean cuisines I guess being down for so long I'm on this throne to see 
much more in life I've seen after But another chapter A new way of life to adapt to Cause the streets are gas And have you caught up in the rapture Deja vu I could vision my killer crew More hospitable Consciously aware plus political Political Cause though they claim every man's created equal Us as native people Find it harder for nights to sleep through But once established We eating lovely living lavish Like the house of a sign Pavis I gotta have this It's so plush Just to visualize It's like a coke bush Vivid enough to make living this a must plus
at how I rock it in a cipher. The sire takes you higher. Lyrical messiah. Yo, 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 pass that light. light. Counterclockwise, I rise like the sun. Now feel the heat from the rays of the gun. Shooting up the mental mist. How you gonna know the real shit when your style's counterfeit? This shit is counterfeit cause he's motherfucking phony. Coming through the jam, try to front like he owe me. Ah, listen to this new type something. Bumping, 94 ain't for no fronting. New type of lingo, catchy like a jingo. Roughneck hip hop is dripping from the single. Now, let me introduce you to the one. The channel I've been doing, the sluice is you up. Going through the channels of the remote control. Flicking through the frequencies of your soul. Then roll the ism. Inflator. I'm weeded, like wearing a sweater at the equator. I'm heated, but I flip a style like a flipper channel. Step up and test the skills. You can get my tester kills. Cause hip hop's been running through my veins ever since. So it wasn't hard for me to grab the mic and represent. Representing, tormenting MCs, graniums, till they can't flow. Why? Cause I'm draining them. Don't mean to be blunt, but don't front. I'm doing it for the love, so now I'm doing what I want to do. With my channel, I cruise, so just listen. This and whack MCs is sparking up madism. Funkmaster Flex, giving you the best. A 1995 right here. We just made a boom in 96, no tricks. Big dog staff on the hot 97. Flex, 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 Funkmaster Flex. Word up, hot 97 Street Jam. Just a brother for the rapture. I hang glide, holding on strong, hard to capture. Extravagant, rizzo baked the track and it's militant. Then I react like a convict and start killing. It's manifested. The guards work like appliances. Dealing in my cipher, I revolve around science. The ninth chamber, they get trapped inside my hallway. You try to flee, but you got smoke from the doorway. No question, I sing it back right to the essence. Your whole frame is smothered in dirt. Now how you're resting? Well, I'll be trapped by sounds locked behind loops. Satisfaction, you adapt like the flashback chain.